guys and welcome to house of worship as you have heard this was our new intro and we're very excited about it we have uh, many weeks built it now and uh, this is the result so we're we're very happy it's done and uh, we can let you hear it now uh, we're want to know uh, what you think about it so uh, let's uh, get a description uh, in the comments for us so we can get the feedback of you and uh, make better episodes we want to build more episodes in the future so we're very grateful for god that he gives us the talent uh, to do this and we want to let you hear uh, new fresh edm beats for uh, for many 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 months years and uh, well let's get back to the music because we have many fresh beats and uh, a new word of the day so listen up house of worship When I get so low, you always lift me up But now you think I know, never to wonder from The safety of your love, that covers over me So unconditional, that's all I love and need If I should slip away, you chase right after me I don't deserve you, but I know that you will never leave And when I feel so weak, and you feel so far Satisfies my heart You're so And I'm so faithful 
God first. When something in the Word comes alive to you, nobody can stop. God believes in you. You take one step, and you see what happens. House of Worship. Yes, the Word of the day. Every meditation, every loop that starts with self ends in one of two places, and I want you to look for this in your life this week. It's either going to end in scarcity or shame. Every sermon that you preach to yourself, and you are always preaching to yourself. In fact, Martin Lloyd-Jones said that our problem is we spend too much time listening to ourselves and not enough time preaching to ourselves. Isn't that what David's Psalms have shown us? Where he would say to his soul, it's time to go to school, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He's preaching to himself, and so are you. But when you preach to yourself from yourself, your sermon will always lead to scarcity. Brene Brown says that the number one meditation of many of our hearts is not enough. She says we apply it to time. We apply it to money. We apply it to our talent. And the sermon that plays in our mind, if we would ever stop and listen to it, it starts every morning, not enough. How much sleep did you get last night? How much money do you make on that job? Graham asked me the other day, Dad, is $56,000 a year a lot of money? I said, it is till you make it. That might be the devil's favorite sermon. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. He preached it to the disciples because they looked at 5,000 men and women and children, and Jesus said, Feed them. And they said, Well, we don't have a whole lot. We don't have a whole lot. We have five loaves and two fish, but that's not enough because they were starting with themselves, but they were standing next to the source. I wonder how different the story would be if you would ask the source instead of asking yourself. Check the source. He's more than enough. Somebody shout, He's more. He's more. Y'all don't ever shout in the back of the room when I start hollering like this. I know y'all don't like it when I holler, but this is not a silent sermon. This is a loud sermon. Somebody shout, He's more. More than enough. Every need, every deficiency, all my failures. His blood is enough. His grace is enough. His word is enough. The law of the Lord is pure, reviving the soul. But if I start with myself, I end with scarcity. It's a loop. Because I start down here. And so by the time I've looped around through my day, I end my day feeling depleted. I wonder if you got a new loop. I wonder if you got a new loop and started with the source instead of starting with yourself. I wonder how the cycle would change. If you started with your source, I know it's basic, but didn't David start with the heavens and then move toward his heart? The skies 
declare the glory of God. They show forth his power day after day, and night after night, and day after day, and night after night. And All I've got to do to stay in step with God is keep the beat of heaven happening inside my heart, because there's always enough in heaven. There's always enough patience in heaven. There's always enough provision in heaven. There's always enough bread in heaven. There's always enough, always enough, always enough. My God shall support Supply all of your needs according. What if you got in that loop? What if you ask God to fill your empty places? You start with yourself, you end in scarcity. You start with yourself, you end in shame. Because I look at myself and I feel like David. David does something weird. I think he wrote this song. It's contested. He, he, he might have written it, he might have not written it, but let's give him credit. Because this is a psalm that embodies a characteristic known as wisdom poetry. It kind of it kind of switches beats in the middle of the song. It's going on and on about the skies and the heavens. For many years they thought it was two different poems put together. As they were studying back and trying to find out how it was written and when it was written, it was such a sharp break at verse seven that they thought, well, maybe this is a different thing. You know, we're talking about the skies and the sun and the stars. Then all of a sudden, David makes a break in verse seven and he starts talking about the law of the Lord. Watch what he says it's perfect, refreshing the soul. Look at verse 12. But who can discern their own errors? So he is an imperfect man looking into a perfect law. He's looking at what the law is and what it does and how it brings peace, wisdom, and joy. But yet he knows that he has broken the very law that produces the very things. That he wants. I don't think it's much of a break because he is contemplating how the heavens are able to effortlessly declare the glory of God, but he cannot. Because I'm stuck in a cycle called sin. And there are secrets in my heart that no matter how much I dress them up with the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart fall short. Of the glory of God. Paul knew it too. He said, What the law was powerless to do, in that it was weakened by the sinful nature, look what God did. God started a new loop. See, through the law, man tried to reach his way to God, but it was a cycle of shame caused by sin. So I reach and fall short and try and fall short and repent and fall short and get up and fall down and reach and fall short and try and fall short and get up and fall down. And God broke the cycle. For in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. 
for what the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by the sinful nature God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man so that we can say there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore let me give you a new loop no condemnation no condemnation no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This is the kind of gospel preaching that got me to the cross. This is the kind of gospel preaching that will break the chains of shame off of your life. This is the kind of gospel preaching that you can preach on Monday morning, Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon. You can preach this stuff to yourself.